three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. everybody pip pip cheerio thank you so much for listening to the real pineapple this is hunter here your humble host and i'm here once again with the uh host of her own podcast wanderwear loss which you can go and check out on oh my gosh what platforms can they check it out on spotify itunes google play and more So, are there other platforms outside of the ones you just named? Um, yeah, there's like Podbean and like, you know, all those other like listening platforms that I'm still working on getting on. Fair enough. Okay. But I have a few things pending. So that's the hints the more. Hints the more. Okay. Allie, Allie, how are you, friend? Hey, good man. Good. Uh, happy, uh, belated holiday. Happy Boxing Day. I, oh yeah, it is Boxing Day today, isn't it? Pip, pip, cheerio. You're the one who's British. uh, Yeah. I I mean, but you're, but you are actually English, aren't you? I am. Yeah. So, I mean, just. Was this right up your alley? Like I did enjoy this this movie. Uh, yeah, so so we're talking about Little Women, uh, the remake of Little Women, which I forgot they actually did. Uh, actually, no, oh, okay, that's actually a lot. I did not forget. I had to point out to someone they did a version of Little Women last year, which no one saw. Exactly, that's exactly. Yes. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so they did Little Women last year. Um, I thought they did it the last. I thought the last uh, remake was in 1994 or something. No, little one right there, 2018. Oh, it looks modern. Yeah, and it, it did not work. <laughs> I I'm not say. really that surprised if we're being completely honest. There's something about like a historical romance that just is super attractive to me, and I love. Yeah, so we're gonna make this kind of a quick review because Allie does have a, uh, Allie does have a, a prior fi- engagements. It's yeah, Boxing fi- Day, people, and I'm British. Yeah, we got <laughs> stuff going on. Exactly, and I still have other films I need to actually watch and get through. Uh, but we want to talk about this, so I'm gonna butcher her name. I'm so sorry. Uh, oh God, I just looked up uh, Shurish Rowan. Ronan is well. Shurish. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Sure, Uh She plays Joe this time around. So I will say I'm a huge fan of her. So she was in um, she was in that movie, The Host. That oh, really, God. So hear me out. No, no, no I, wait. What do you think I'm going to say? I think you're going to say, oh, God, I didn't like that at all. No, oh, God, I loved that movie. You liked the, the, the Stephanie Meyer I, Okay, so I read the book. It was during my whole phase of, like, Stephanie Meyer. Twilight, I like these books. They're so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I just, I, I actually, I enjoyed that movie. I thought she did really? it. She did great. Okay. So here's what I'll say about the host. Um, it was a couple years after she did Hannah. If you guys have not seen Hannah, please watch Hannah. It's fucking amazing. Not the Amazon series. Watch the movie first. It's, it's better. But I did watch the Amazon series already. Can I watch the movie? I think, you'll like, I think you'll like the movie more. Oh, goody. Personally. Good, okay. Um, but I remember seeing her and Hannah and seeing her in The Host. And while The Host, I think, is a piece of poo, I remember going, <laughs> oh, I remember going <laughs> at least thinking, you know what? She, she's she got something. Like, I don't know what yet, but I, was like, I remember thinking she's, yeah, like, like I like this girl. 
And then you see her in something like Grand Budapest Hotel, which I thought she was awesome in. And then she did, does Brooklyn a couple years later, a year after that. Then she does Lady Bird. And Lady Bird is one of my favorite, like, you guys know, if you listen to the podcast for any amount of time, I am a huge, um, I'm very easy for those coming-of-age movies. And, <laughs> like, uh, Emma Watson is in a Perks of the, is in a, the Perks of Being a Wallflower. That's one of my favorite movies. Maybe ever. I fucking adore that film. That's great. So, and then she was all, and then, uh, uh Mr. Ronan was also in, uh, Mary Queen of Scots, which I have not reviewed yet because it came out last year and I didn't get a chance to, but it's a great fucking movie. You should go see it. Um, so watching this, it's the same lady who did Lady Bird. It's a Greta, uh, Greta Gerwig. And this does follow the, uh, uh this does follow just very much the book. Um, you know, Joe is kind of, she's the, quote, head, unquote, of the household. Um, Emma Watson plays Meg. Uh, Florence, uh, Florence Puh is how I'm going to announce her name. Uh, she was actually just in Fighting for My Family, which was the movie based on uh, Paige. She was in Midsummer. That's where I fucking recognize her from. Okay, that makes sense. But I just want to go through this movie real quick, because th- the problem with this movie is that I think if you're not familiar with the format going in, you're going to be very confused because the movie does jump back and forth between present day and uh, past. So when it's, you know, more like sunshine and rainbows and like the it's being shot in a brighter light, you're in the past. But then it's like kind of like the dark grimness of reality when it's in the present, which is... I think we'll be able. No, no, I love that aesthetic choice. I remember going, oh, okay, this is really good, actually. But I do think that's going to be confusing for some people who just don't know it going in. Like, I'm assuming you kind of had an idea, at least, right? Well, I actually didn't. So I am really disappointed in myself to say this, but I've never read the book. Mm. I know, I know. My mom never made me read it, I didn't know it was like a thing. Yeah. Um, and then this came out, and yeah, I wanted to try to read the book before it happened, but it's just been so crazy. So um, I didn't have a chance to. So going into it, I didn't know that that was going to happen. Um, but and personally, I followed it very nicely. I think that like having that aesthetic, which I didn't even realize, yeah, was a thing until you just said it. But it totally is like switching into the past. You you, you do see it in a brighter light. It's it's almost like looking at your own past. I would say like. Oh, thinking I like back that. on happy memories, yeah, you know, and thinking back on like your life, it's generally in a brighter light. Um, but my mom, I took my mommy to see it, Aww. and she was a little confused. She was like, "Well, sometimes I just looked at her haircut." Yeah, <laughs> and I, I think that's part of it too. Is that you are going to kind of be able to put it together and go, "Oh, okay, her hair is shorter here, so mm-hmm. it's pa- or longer here, it's a past." Um, so this is where it gets kind of difficult, is because there are there there are plot choices that nothing really plot wise I had a problem with. It's just more that the the format makes this film this film feel very dense, and I think that if you're not like um, full disclosure, I woke up this morning. I didn't I didn't have a bowl. I didn't have a mimosa. I, I was good. So I watched this I, I watched this dead dog sober and for the first half hour I was sitting there I'm like, all right movie, you're you're jumping around a little you're jumping around a little bit here. But I think after the first act, the movie does settle down and kinda of go like, Okay, now we've kinda of hit our flow. So I think if you stick with the film for that first hour, you're gonna go, 
Oh, okay. And you'll be definitely uh, rewarded. We talked about at the beginning of the the intro here. Since you are English, uh, <laughs> and, and and there were no Tardises in this movie. Um, what did you, what did you as far as being uh, a woman? <laughs> I have to, I, 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 I wanted to kind of bring this up because um, at the very end of the movie, and I know we're jumping around here, but bear with me here. At the end of the movie where Joe is selling the book, which will become Little Women, I think what broke my heart is I just went, man, even trying to sell your own work. And I'm not saying like it's like a cakewalk for guys, but good God, the way that we just shoehorn women in and give mm-hmm. them this like... Like very few options, to put it mildly, it, it's it's upsetting for me. And as a dude, there's this speech that Joe gives about being married, and about how you know she basically wants to she wants to love herself, but the royal us goes ahead and kind of romanticizes love in such a way to women. And I'm sitting there listening to it. I went, but that, and I went, uh, well, fuck, yeah, that's actually. <laughs> actually very true i mean you're married i'm assuming and i'm, I'm just kind of picking your brain here i'm assuming you didn't feel pressure to marry your husband because he's fucking delightful but i mean <laughs> that, but i mean was that a thing growing up just like that you can like consciously remember kind of getting that oh people? i 100 like fantasized getting married i feel like in this movie i am very much like a meg like i that that has always been my my sort of like dream is like get married have kids you know i would personally love to be like a part-time stay-at-home mom and part-time work at like an animal shelter okay i love that dream for you (laughs) right it just makes sense for me so i what i really enjoyed about this movie is that joe is very like strong-headed and very fiercely independent and she she doesn't she doesn't want to get married. And you know what throughout the entire movie I actually I almost was kind of and this is just maybe how brainwashed we maybe are. Maybe yeah. this is bigger than just women wanting to get married cuz guys don't think about it as much. I mean, so I will say I um <laughs> to put myself on the front street here. I definitely thought like, oh, by 25 I'll be married. Like no way <laughs> like 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 that's like locked in not like I'm 32 now and I'm still not married. And I'll be honest, like, Alea's the one reason I kind of go, like, ah, maybe I will get married because... <laughs> well, be- she is pretty amazing. Uh, Alea's wonderful. But honestly, I, there was just a point where I was like, God, women suck and I don't want to get married. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, don't we all go through that, though? Oh, absolutely. But I remember, like, specifically in my mid-20s going, like, well, it should happen by now, you know? I have friends that are on their third marriage by now. <laughs> like this is That's like, true. like this sucks, you know. But I, I do like that point you bring up about Joe being so independent. And I I do love the fact that at the beginning of the movie she has this like um she has like some short stories and the publisher just sitting there and just puts a giant like slash through everything. And as someone who does doesn't write as much as they used to, but um, throughout middle school and college was a fierce writer having that first slash I still remember my first slash in like when I was like five someone slashing through my and I'm just going like this is a really shitty feeling I don't like this at all like, you were so young and rejected yeah young young Hunter oh. young Hunter definitely cried on his nap time during oh. that but but that you have to get used to that it's shitty as hell I, and I remember 
you know, in, in college you're arguing with professors about like you're wrong about this and sometimes me bending and tweaking what they wanted and sometimes going, Nope, I'd rather take a B minus than change what uh change something that I don't believe in and get an A. Like so I appreciate that artistic process of Joe kinda going through that shit. I I love Emma Watson so much. I, I I love Emma Watson so much. I will not say the crass Harry Potter sexual joke I was gonna make <laughs> in, in, in 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 reference to Emma Watson. That's how much I love her. And I think we forget because she is. I mean, she she still acts clearly, but it's almost like she's gone out of her way to do more, be more socially conscious, and just not do the whole Hollywood gig, as it were. I mean, of course, she lives. Uh, she lives over uh, in in London, I believe. Still across the pond. Uh, yeah, across across the pond. I was gonna keep doing that really annoying accent, but but it was a, a little, little bit Cockney. Yeah, a little, little bit. But uh, I appreciate the fact that she has removed herself from the quote Hollywood lifestyle, and she's really focusing on stuff that's important to her. Yeah, like feminist movements and women's rights activists, like. That's, it's what I've seen a lot with her working on is, like, climate change and women's rights stuff. Yeah. And like, I think that's really cool. Which I really do appreciate. And, and you get glimpses of that with her, even though she does want to be the whole, like, the romanticized concept of being married is very much real for her. I like the fact that her and, uh, that Meg and Jill got along so much. Because when we get to Amy, Ugh. oh my god. So if there's any complaint, it's not even really a complaint because it's how the character's written and it works. I would have slit Amy's throat in the middle of the night if I had a chance to. Because oh there, my god. there's this scene where she, um, she's wanting to go to, uh, to a play with Meg and Joe. And Joe and Meg have dates, and so they're like, "No, like." Well, and she wasn't invited. Yeah, so they're like, "Hey, like, you, you're the it, younger sister. Your time will come." Yeah, like you can go next time. Like we promise. So they leave, and Amy goes ahead and goes into Joe's uh, like drawer and burns like all of her writing. And I was like, "Oh, girl, if you'd done that to oh. me, I seriously, there would have been ass kicking." And, and Joe, rightfully so basically like tackles her and starts slapping her and i was like yeah i can't fight no but i <laughs> but, like Under. yeah poor hair but uh <laughs> where's mud where you need it but uh, <laughs> but also like that hurt my heart because i thought about the concept of if someone went through and deleted you know all my logos or all the, the backup recordings mm-hmm. all that how i would I, I would choke them until, like... Well, and when that day and age, you know, because we're talking this is, like, 1850, you know, 1860, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. And that day and age, too, it's not like you have copies. It's nope. not like you typed it out on your computer, so if something gets deleted, it's in the cloud. Like, yeah. it's gone. It's yeah. gone. And to, like, re... Because I used to write short stories. And to, like, rewrite something, it's never the same again. No, you know, not. it never is. After she did that, oh my god, I wanted so badly to like cut off all her hair in the middle of the night. I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, you should just like shave her head. Yeah, <laughs> just go cut off her hair. Yeah, because she clearly cares a lot about beauty. Yeah, she's very vain in that way. She is, and she is very whiny and just me, 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 <laughs> and I hated it. Yeah, but and I. Th- but it had the desired effect though, because you are I, I, you are supposed to to, to to hate her. 
or dislike her at the very least. I definitely disliked her. Um, in the same way, I disliked Meryl Streep's um, Aunt March, which I got, like, at this point, Meryl Streep, she's one of the best of all time. We get it. Gets multiple award nominations, blah, blah, blah. But seeing her in this, and she's not in the movie a lot. She's mm -hmm. maybe got 10 minutes of screen time, but she does, uh, she maximizes her time, which I really did appreciate. I'm like, okay. Like, you know, again, it's Meryl Streep. She's kind of good at this. Um, she's amazing. I loved her in this movie. Between this and Marriage Story, uh, Laura Dern is having a hell of a year. I, I think Laura Dern as a mom, as a... Uh, Army. Yeah, thank you. I thought she was just amazing, and you really do feel that kinship she has with her, with her daughters, that... I'll be honest, made me go, oh, at multiple points. There there are a couple kind of what I call dialogue just spikes where they're all just in the living room and they're just like all talking to each other. It is so rapid fire. I was like, holy shit, there's a lot of dialogue. Like, okay, like slow down movie, slow down movie. But it's really cool to see how it feels like the best improv group you could ever see live. Like it just feels like they're all, <laughs> you know what I mean? It feels like they're just all bouncing off each other like that, that quickly. And that made me so insanely happy. Um, if there's a complaint, and it's not really even a complaint because the title kind of gives it away, um, the guys in this are kind of just, meh, like... There's not a lot of character development for any of them, I feel. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I will say, there was one black person in this, granted they were working the train, but I was like, I was like, hey, I got one. Like, well, was there like, was also, and I was kind of confused about this with the time frame, too, there was also in one of the very beginning, like, dance scenes, mm -hmm. there was a black woman dancing mm. with the rest of That's them. That's true, yeah. And then there was also a black woman with Marmy when she was passing out the, like, bags to keep people to travelers oh yeah, yeah yeah or something yeah so so there was and i um i feel like where did this take place was it supposed to be like upstate new york like vermont or something? you know i'm actually not clear on that i mean yeah no that that's that's I a fair like point it had to be close to new york but i was a little confused just because of kind of that time period we were you know in the civil war and everything and we technically didn't have the 13th amendment yeah so like later on yeah absolutely like in you know 1871 we did but um i was just confused about that and i don't i mean personally i think it was beautiful to add it yeah no um, I, no i agree i i i think for me my biggest and also this is just how i feel about the actor uh timothy clement i'm really not sold on him yet I'm really not. Like, I keep seeing him and stuff, and people, like, like Call Me By Your Name, that's one of those movies I saw and I thought was good, but I wasn't in love with it like a lot of my friends were. I'm just like, sorry, I thought it was, I thought it was okay. Look, look just because something deals with LGBTQ issues doesn't mean it's a great movie. Just in the same way that just because someone black is in it doesn't mean it's the best thing ever. Um, also, the fact that he's fucking like an adult and he's 17 in the movie, but no one brings that up, but whatever. Anyways, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about Timothy Clement. I will give him this. The fact he was able to work, like, two of the sisters, I, I give him credit for that. <laughs> because, like, he... Oh, my God. Because, no, because here's the thing. Like, women talk in general. So I'm kind of like, all right, he takes a shot. He shoots a shot with Joe. She's not having it, which I went, honestly, that's smart. Like, don't 
don't do that. But Amy is just such a vain bitch. She just doesn't really care. And she has this big speech that she gives him because uh, 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 he plays Lori. She has this whole speech about how I'm always second to Joe. I'm not going to be second, you know, like your second choice. And then she marries him anyway. I was like, really? Yeah, I almost, and he explained, like, cause he was t- when he was telling Joe about them being married, because they just came home married. Um, yeah. You know, they came back from France just married. And when he was telling Joe, he she asked if she if he loved her. And he was like, well, I've always loved you, but this is a different kind of love. Which, which is a bit of a cop-out, but I get what he means, though. I suppose. I just kind of feel like, I feel like a lot of the romance that happened in this movie, other than Meg's, mm-hmm. was very, like, quick, and there wasn't a lot of, like, I don't know, like, um, okay. like, like, like development, a budding yeah. relationship between them. Okay. <coughs> I mean that that that's fair. I for me my my big issue with the movie and it's not really even a big issue like I, I'm kind of framed that wrong but I just whenever Amy was on screen I just wanted to hit her with something like, just because I thought she was such an absolute asshole so um but again that's the desired effect of the movie I did find um Eliza uh, uh, Scanlon who played Beth. I thought her story is actually really interesting. I like the fact that she was kind of the, the quote, innocent, unquote, one. I appreciate the way that she viewed the world and the way that she just really was kind of trying to find her place. I appreciated that. And I thought her journey was really interesting. Um, where some of these arcs end up, I think it's going to really depend as far as your enjoyment of the film, as far as which characters you connect to the most, and then kind of go like, oh, okay, I like you, I don't like you, da da da. Yeah. Um, last thing I'll say is we get uh, before we get to, to to grades here. I'm just so happy for Bob Odenkirk because I've been a big fan of his for so long. Uh, I think Better Call hit him on Breaking Bad alone. He has earned like so much rope with me. It's 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 kind of ridiculous. And uh, I mean, Better Call Saul is. Awesome. But Vertical Salt is amazing, and I still think about uh, I still think about Mr. Show with with, uh, uh, with him and uh, David Cross. Of course, that was the first time I remember uh, seeing him, and he's just become one of my favorite actors. Whenever I see him in something, I had no idea who's in this. So when he comes home as the uh, patriarch, I was like, Oh, Bob Odenkirk, hell yeah! Uh, so I'm always just happy to see the guy. And the guy who played, uh, James Norton, who played John, who gets married to Meg, I really liked their story. I wish I would have gotten a little more of that mm-hmm. as far as them being married. I was like, oh, Same. this is interesting. And I just, I didn't get enough. So I wanted a little more, but I mean, those are, those are mild criticisms at best. Yeah. I mean, I, the movie's already like two hours and 15 minutes or something. Yeah. So I feel like they, they put in a lot of details there, but I also would have liked to have a bit more with um, the marriage with Meg and... Uh, John. Yeah. Because I thought, I don't know. I mean, we did get all the details of like their budding romance and she liked him, even though he was penniless and that yeah. sort of thing. Um, but I, I mean, like they had kids. We yeah. Saw them for like two seconds. I know. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, so, I mean, yeah, some more context on it would have been nice. But, yeah. but, and uh, you're going to be kind of sad with me or mad. Uh, not mad. You're, you're never mad. But I was really shocked to see Bob, Bob Odenkirk in this. Okay. Um, I love him. I think he does an amazing job in Better Call Saul. He did a great job in Breaking Bad. Mm. I haven't really seen him in much else. Okay. That's a me problem. Not that he hasn't been doing things. Yeah. Um, but 
when he came back as the father, I was like, does this work? <gasps> I think it's the voice. I think it's his voice. But the entire time, I was envisioning someone kind of like Chris Cooper, who pay- plays Mr. Lawrence. Okay. So the entire time, when I was envisioning, envisioning the father, I was thinking about someone um, kind of more, I don't know. Maybe it's because well, I've only well, seen him in Better Call Saul, uh, where he's say, too easy. I, 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 more of like a classic, like a classically trained, a actor. classically trained actor, and someone who's very upscale. Yeah, just yeah, keep sounding like Amy. Go ahead, dude. <laughs> I only like oh my, my actor, god, I only like my actors this way. But that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I was just surprised, and I'm not quite sure if I loved him as the dad. Okay. I think he could have played Mr. Lawrence beautifully. I mean, yeah, he probably could have. But I I was happy to see him in as his dad just because it, it may not be a role people expect to see him in. And he's not in the movie a lot. But I really did enjoy the, sc- the screen time he, he did have. So, yeah. Um, I will say, too, uh, uh, to uh, Mrs. March, couldn't 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 give uh, your husband a kiss when he came home from the war? I was kind of like, <laughs> like, like he barely gave him a hug. I was kind of like, the hell? Like, he just got back, had, probably hasn't seen a woman in Lord knows how long. <laughs> like, give him, like, I just... Well, but she, he got hurt, and she went and left to take care of him. I no, I know, but when he comes back, because they show in the flashback where she comes, he comes home and sees all the girls, and she's there, and she doesn't, like, give him a hug or yeah. anything. I, was I like, mean, maybe it's because his voice is weird. I was like... <laughs> Whatever. Anyways. So, getting to the grades here. I'm... I still have more stuff to watch. I don't know if this will be my top ten. If it's not, I'll probably just miss it. But I... Just enjoyed the absolute hell out of this. Um, I'm gonna watch it again before. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, before we get to Os- uh, before we kind of ramp up on Oscar season, this is a solid day for me. Absolutely enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, few nitpicks aside, um, yeah, a solid day for me. Allie, what about you? So I typically rate high because I enjoy a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I thought about this a lot on my drive over here. Um, because I just saw it, so it's yeah. fresh in the mind. And I think just my, one of my biggest criticisms for it, and I'm sure they can't help us probably how the book's written. I don't know because I haven't read it. I yeah. probably should. But what I don't love, love, love is just that the romances are so quick. Okay. And I really enjoy movies that give you that final, let's think on this yeah. type of feeling. And I didn't get that with this movie. Okay. Um, I still loved it. I love historical romance movies. I love just historical movies in general. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite things. Um, especially like the 1860s, 1870s. Great time. Not so much to be a woman. Uh, or, 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 or a minority. Yeah, or a minority. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but <laughs> I romanticized that time period for God knows what reason. Yeah. Um, that being said, because like the romance was just kind of so fast and there wasn't a lot of like building of it mm-hmm. like uh frederick that's how you say his name i think right mm-hmm. um he just we saw him for like a few scenes in that yeah scene. maybe three you know I like, and yeah. i just kind of felt like yeah you know joe lived in new york for a while so they had plenty of time to get to know each other but i just kind of felt like they didn't know each other well enough to just be in love all of a sudden and that really bummed me out a bit so with that being said, I would probably go an A minus, maybe a B plus. Okay, we well, gotta decide. Which uh, one? Ooh, oh man. 
Okay, I'm going with an A minus only because of the time period making up for that whole okay. a little bit of disaster in my opinion. Well, to be fair, people were dying at 22, so you had to like fall in love quick. <laughs> There's no reason to walk quickly, and I, I, Joe would back me up I, on that. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, if you knew you had a, you know, 20 years to live, you'd kind of go like, oh, well, I gotta yeah, go. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're alive and fine, and she's so independent. She shouldn't jump into, like, loving someone. Now, granted, we don't know if they got married right away or what. They just yeah. kind of ended with, I love you. Yeah. You I, know? I, I, I don't know. I, I think for Joe's mentality i don't think they would have jumped right into it right but but yeah i don't know i just didn't love that we didn't have enough like backstory there fair enough like they put in i feel like the movie if you look at the movie just as being like it's about sisterhood and it's about growing up in that time period and like the bond of sisters yeah then i think it's great okay if you're not looking for like that romantic aspect of it and i think that it, at its core is the strongest part so yeah. for me i didn't have an issue giving it an a but i i do understand what you're saying about the romances i thought they're i guess for the amount of characters they have in this the fact it even functions as well as it does is is it really a testament to greta gerwig because there are points where you're kind of like i was getting kind of game of thrones vibes i was like this is a lot i'm like fuck there's so many people here like how do i keep track of all this and, mm-hmm. and i was able to so i mean props to her and uh, yeah, Greta Gerwig, I mean, between this and Lady Bird, she's, she really is one of my favorite, uh, writers slash directors working right now, so I'm, I'm a huge fan of hers, can't wait to see what she does next, so, guys, have you seen Little Women, let us know what you thought in the comments below, uh, Allie, I know you said at the beginning of the podcast, but if you would please tell people where they can find your podcast, please. Yes, so it's called Wanderer Lost, um, all about basically traveling, uh, we were talking about a lot of different subjects, so it's super interesting for anyone who travels a lot or maybe doesn't and want to get inspired. Um, definitely check it out. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and you can listen on the website, wanderwearlost.com. Perfect. And then you can go ahead and find The Real Pineapple on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can go ahead and listen to us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify at The Real Pineapple. Follow yours truly on the Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple. You can follow Colin on Twitter at the Real. That's R E E L O'Neill. And you can follow Scott on Twitter at Newman the First. Guys, thank you so much for your support, for listening. We'll have reviews up in the next week for the Irishman, as well as our uh, Christmas series will continue with unfortunately a Medea Christmas, which I'm gonna watch here in a little bit. Oh, God, 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 yeah, yeah, trust me, I'm not thrilled about it, but it will make for a fun review. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.